The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Night Video Store. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by my brother, Dan. What's Hello, up? everyone. How are you guys doing? And we're back at the video store. A little bit of a hiatus. Actually, what happened was I just released the episodes a little later than expected, and then we had to push off some of our recordings. But anything new with you? Have you watched any new movies lately? Uh, I'm trying to think. Movies, not necessarily, although I have gotten into a little bit of anime recently. Okay. Uh, okay. There was one that I started watching. It's called The Promised Neverland. And it's only like the one season on Netflix so far, but think like foster home, little children, mm-hmm. and it starts mm-hmm. off super cutesy. And you're like, oh, God, okay, whatever. But by the end of the first episode, there is such a dark twist and like things go so dark so quick. You're like, holy shit. I wow. got like so hooked into it so fast. It's such a good show. But yeah, definitely okay. check that out. Um, for me, we saw, what did we see recently? Oh, okay. So first we saw, um, I saw Midsummer, but I don't want to get into it because okay. yeah. we talk about it on Silence Your Phones and that episode hasn't come out yet. So. Okay. Uh, it cool. is going to be coming out, and that's where I give my complete thoughts on it, and we'll talk offline about it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I finally saw that. Oh, yeah. I guess to follow up, too, I did watch Get Out, and holy shit, that was phenomenal. Did you? Yeah, that was such a good movie. I like Isn't that, that crazy, dude? Fucking Jordan Peele knocking know, it out of the park his first time out. Yeah, dude. His, um, his, I don't know, dude. Like The way he is with horror, like you wouldn't expect that normally, but nah. I guess you would in a way. Like I said, go back just, and watch yeah. Key and Peele. Go back and watch it and look at how dark a lot of that shit is. Mm-hmm. There's so many times where it gets all dark and the music gets crazy and they're all looking at each other like, what the fuck? Yeah. So many, like, we were just watching a clip of it, uh, one of the uh, Key and Peele clips the other day where um, Key's, the, Key's character there at the corner and he hits the, the, the you know, the sign to walk yeah. to change the light or, or the button. And then uh, Jordan Peele stands up to, you know, steps up to do it. He's like, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. And they like have this huge fight about it, about why would you touch it when you know, I already told you I pushed it. And so finally he decides to walk after the thing goes off. Jordan Peele steps out in the road and gets smashed by a car immediately. <laughs> like it's so like it's funny, right? But it's fucking right. dark as shit. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he's definitely got a dude. That that movie was really good, and we're definitely going to discuss Midsummer. Um, you know, I gave my thoughts on it on the episode, so check out Silence Your Phones in the next coming weeks for my thoughts on that one. Um, we also checked out uh, Promising Young Woman. Have you seen the trailer for this or the story behind this? No. So it's about this girl who goes. She's in her twenties or maybe in her late twenties or no, yeah, she's like in her mid to, or late twenties, maybe into her thirties, and she's she goes to bars right and acts like she's almost passed out drunk, so that guys would come over to her and act like they're the nice guy and here let's take you home and then they try to mess with her right mm-hmm. and she calls them out on it like immediately and. And it's she basically messes with them. I don't know. She she doesn't like kill him or anything, but she's like it's it's fucked up, right? Um, but then it, it it's crazy because she ends up going after some. You find out it had something to do with a friend of hers had 
been raped by these guys in college and that's where it all stems from and so like she finds out that this dude is gonna have a bachelor party and okay yeah it's it's really good dude it's a really really good film it's it's crazy uh it was really good the ending was i was not expecting uh so definitely if if you're in for it it's it's just come out in the theaters so that you can uh you have to pay for it if you're gonna watch it yeah 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 um the other one we just watched last night was Freaky. Okay. Have you seen the trailers for this with Vince Vaughn? Uh-uh. So he plays like a serial killer, like a Jason-style serial killer with a mask and shit. And it's like a play. It's a serial killer horror movie comedy, dark comedy, that is a play on Freaky Friday. So <laughs> okay. he murder he murders this this young blonde high school girl in the middle of a football field, which what like it shows you this kind of like this 3D effect so that you could see that the field is actually built over an old Mayan temple. Mm-hmm. And he's got this old Mayan dagger and he kills her right at this like stroke of lightning and shit. <laughs> and they switch. And all of a sudden the killer is in this young girl and Vince Vaughn is the young girl, you know, the she's in his body. And she's just like, oh my God, what is like this is funny. He's like in the shower, just whapping back and forth. <laughs> but it's also like a serial killer slasher flick too, dude. That's so, awesome. Okay, uh, dude, it was it was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. Um, there's things on it like you, you watch it, and you gotta you gotta suspend belief, right? Obviously, right. it's yeah, a yeah, it's yeah. a movie where souls switch. Yeah, exactly. but it was it was definitely entertaining. On so top I think of a Mayan like temple in the middle of a football field. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was a, it was a, it was a good time. It was fun. Cool. Yeah, I'll 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 have to check that one out. That sounds pretty cool. Those are the ones I just recently checked out. Um, But anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think the other thing I wanted to say in the news was, did you see HBO Max announced and uh, Zack Snyder announced that uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut is going to be released? They put the date, March 18th. Yeah, I saw that. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Right around the corner. So it went from being his cut of the movie to a four- hour-long or four-episode series back to a cut of a movie now. Now it's just a movie. It's not a series now. So okay. I don't know what that means, and I don't know why that was all that jump around and weird stuff, but yeah, it'll be coming out. And so it's yeah, still going to be like I'm a four-hour movie then, or just, a, I don't know? Who knows? Bro, I couldn't I really couldn't tell you. I guess we're going to see what happens when it comes out, but uh, we should do definitely uh, have a conversation about it when it yeah, does on definitely. this episode yeah. or on this podcast. All right, dude, let's get into our topic for yeah. today. Let's jump in. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, with given recent events going on in the world, we're kind of coming out. Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. The Bills lost. I think it's time to like escape. Oh, you're a fucking asshole. I, I can't help it. I think it's time to escape into a little fantasy, I'm thinking, you know, because yeah. it, there's no better way to cope than just get getting it. away Living from Living in a fantasy world basically. thinking the Bucks are that good. Yeah. Well, it's I a mean, one-year wonder. No, that's not what We're not even going to get into NFL. <laughs> but yeah, dude, fantasy. You were so you thought it'd be a good idea to come with our like our top five fantasy films. Yeah, top five fantasy films. Um, so okay. I don't know. Here's the wanna, thing. Yeah, I was going to say it's such a huge. Before we get into it, yeah, I was I was talking thing. to Aaron about it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is what we're doing today," and she's like, well, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "Well, fantasy." She's like, "Well, what's a fantasy film?" I'm like. Pfft. Okay, well, uh, it could be fantasy like Lord of the Rings fantasy. It could be fantasy huh. like the Avengers fantasy. It could be fantasy like, and she's like, 
wait, what? She, she, and I'm like, yeah, there's, I'm like, so fantasy is its own thing, but it mm-hmm. also overlaps with all different other genres. Just like you could have a, an action sci-fi exactly. or a horror, a horror sci-fi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even horror itself too has how many subgenres of horror underneath that? It's the same Which thing would be, but, but also if you think about it, horror, uh, there is fantasy in horror fantasy in horror, terms yep. of like maybe like werewolves or vampires, like those types of horror instead of like realistic killer horror. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and then, like, the same thing with sci-fi. You can go straight sci-fi and be, like, Contact, which is kind of like sci-fi and alien style. But you could do sci-fi. See, because I don't think I, – I don't see Independence Day as a, as a fantasy. I see that as, I, like, a sci-fi action. Yeah, I see that more as I don't sci-fi see that as action, fantasy. Yeah. No. Right? But then, now, if you want to go sci-fi fantasy, uh, Avatar. Yeah. I could see right? that. Definitely. Could you see that? Okay. I could see that definitely. Or, or or what's that one with uh with with um oh it, actually it's on my list so I'll br- I'll bring it up when it's when we. I was gonna say I have it. a huge one on my list too. That's uh, that's sci-fi-ish. what she said. Yep. Um. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into this, dude, because this is gonna really be interesting to see what we considered sci or, or fantasy films mm-hmm. for our lists. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, jump in. All right, the first one I am going to go with on my list is uh night at the museum okay okay nice fantasy right this is a fantasy film Uh this is a film where there's the fantastical happens the fact that you know these 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 uh exhibits in in a museum come to life and the night guard you know kind of enters this magical world right Mm -hmm. it's 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 got an element of magic behind it yep so for me that's that that's what kind of sets this apart in terms of fantasy and not just an action or an adventure film though it is it's it's much of it's it's very much an adventure film as well yes definitely uh Love Ben Stiller, right? <laughs> and, and he he and Owen Wilson just play so well yeah, together. Yeah, they do. They uh, have like that chemistry between each other that like any movie that they're both in, you can it's you it's going to be a good yeah. movie, you know. Um and is it what's his name? Who's what's his name's in this too? Sam Sam something. You know who I'm talking about from the Green Mile? He played like kind of that the the, the oh, asshole prisoner. Um, he's in Sa- this, right? Sam like, Elliott. No, think, he's not Sam Elliott. Oh shit, no, not Sam name. Elliott. What the hell? Um what the fuck is his name? <clears throat> I'm sure all our listeners at home are like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, they're like yelling it at us. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, it's got him in it, right? It's got that dude in it. It's got Robin Williams in there too as Teddy Roosevelt. Robin Williams. How can you forget forget about him? How can you forget him, man? Uh, But, you know, great special effects and and just a fun overall movie. So that's my, that's my number five, Night at the Museum. Cool. Uh, My number five is taking it way back to one of the originals. Oh. Um, historic in the fact that it was one of the first movies to introduce color. I'm going to throw at you. Oh, yes. Wizard of Oz. Yes. Uh, so back in, what is that, 40? I can't even, I don't even remember what year that came out. 1939. 39, yes. Yeah. So it was the first movie to introduce color to, I guess, whatever. Um, but it's a fantastical movie about this girl that has a dream, gets stuck up in a tornado and dreams of going to Oz and trying to find her way back. You know, she, everybody knows the story of Wizard of Oz. So I don't really have to explain that much, but like, you know, you fight the wizard, <laughs> the wicked witch of the West and all that other stuff. So like, there's a whole lore behind that. Um, so much so that, uh, what was that guy's name? Seth Graham, I think his name was. Don't quote okay. me on that. Uh, has created like his own spinoff series of like the wicked, which was like a whole broadcast, uh, Broadway musical thing. Um, they have Son of a Witch that was like expanded off of all that stuff. So if yeah. you ever get into that lore, it's very, very interesting. But Wizard of Oz is my number five fantasy. 
Yeah, dude, the first time I saw Wicked, I remember f- when I finished, when that finished, I remember thinking, that has totally changed Wizard of Oz. Like, the mm-hmm. entire view on how Wizard of Oz, like, is, you know, it's such a different feel to it. Um, Sam Rockwell is his name, Rockwell, and he is not you. He is not in the first night at the museum. So, no, he's in the uh, second. But he's night, one of the lady ones, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He's like a cowboy, Billy the Kid or something like that. Something. I, I feel like so. he's like some cowboy or something. No, shit. Owen Wilson know. was the cowboy, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong, man? I can't remember. I know, this man. Movie. It's been forever since he's I've probably not even it. in it at all. I know. All right, I'll just throw this out there. Here we go. My number four, uh, mm-hmm. another Robin Williams film. Okay. Uh, this was a updated version, not even an update. It's almost kind of like a continuation story of the boy who never grew up. Hook. Yes. So Peter Pan gets older. Right, he gets married, becomes an adult, and forgets what it is to be Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he ends up, you know, getting kind of pulled back into that world when his kids are kind of pulled into the danger of that uh, of what you know of Hook, uh, Captain Hook, and and Smee, and all all the pirates yep. and the Lost Boys, Rufio, man, yeah, Rufio, it was such a <laughs> such a good movie. It's so much fun, and again. The magical kind of fantastical thing behind it, you know, yep. just that for me, this that's an adventure, a f- adventure film, a fantasy adventure. Yes, yes, and it's Robin Williams, dude. It's Robin Williams. You can't go wrong with him, man. He was nah. amazing. Like going off of that too. I remember that was like my first introduction into the story of Peter Pan and Hook and all that stuff. And oh, like, really? Wow. Yeah, and going back and like rereading like the old books of like how it really went. Like I liked that version a lot more, and like that's always been one of my favorite uh, iterations of it. Nice. So. All right, so kicking off on my number four is uh, I'm just going to kind of generalize it because they had eight movies, I believe. Uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. So That's definitely a fantasy film. you want to talk film. another about fancy and like wizards and growing up and like this little kid going to school, learning uh, he's part wizard and going behind his whole backstory and figuring out. Um, who he is, who killed his parents, and you know you have like this, like it plays perfectly with the fantasy tropes too. You have like the evil uh, bad guy that's wanting to kind of like rule the world, and then you have like the young uh, person that's like you know he's full of hope, the chosen and one, the right? chosen one basically. Yeah, he's full of hope and the savior. He has to save the world and stop the evil from taking over, and that's, it plays all perfectly together. And it's so. a boy who's got kind of a life that he's not happy, you know, and, exactly, and yeah. to find out he's he's meant for more, and he gets kind of pulled into this world again of wizards, and of wizards magic and, and magic and all this other stuff, everything like that it, a little boy wants, right? Yeah, exactly. And like even with the movies too, like what they did later on in the movies, like the the special effects and all that stuff, like it it brings in all of these special creatures and all these weird monsters and all this other yes. stuff that you're like, it, le- it lends it so much to the imagination that like you see it come to life on screen. Yeah. And it was, it was yeah. for me one of the top fantasy things. Even that magic portal, right? Just finding the, the yeah. specific... Uh, you know, train station platform and, and yep. going straight through the wall. Yeah, right through the wall. A... And then they're looking at each other like, wait, what? what? Yeah. Like, okay, so they just go right through. <laughs> right. It is. It's, it's, it is, a you know, the aside from J.K. Rowling and how just ridiculous she is and, yeah. and the nastiness behind it, the world that it created, this the kind world, of wonder, yeah. you know, is, is, it is definitely, I would say it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. All right, dude, here's uh, my next one. Um, This is the one where I said it's kind of a sci-fi uh, adventure fantasy and mm-hmm. this is a newer film this is a much newer film uh ready player one. Oh yes dude i love talk that about a world that 
kind of like is kind of realistic, right? Especially yeah. with everybody working remotely and this is the only way inter- people interact is kind of through the virtual world. Mm-hmm. Um, now bring in video games and then bring in what everybody is kind of it's it's it saturates our world right now is pop culture and nostalgia. Yep. Right. Like if anything that's that 70s, 80s or 90s kind of pop culture, nostalgic cartoons, TV shows, movies, uh, you know, any kind of images, commercials, serials, you know, it sells. It literally sells. And this movie just packaged everything into it. You know what I mean? Every single frame of this film holds an image that has some sort of reference to pop culture from, again, the 70s up until maybe the 90s, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, to me, I just thought I I loved it, dude. I remember watching it and just being like, it was like uh, it was like a kid in a candy store that just was allowed to stay there the entire night and just sample every single mm-hmm. piece of candy that they wanted. I like remember I, watching I, that and thinking this is like one giant Easter <laughs> egg. And like I, I would go back and watch it a couple of times just to see like what I missed and yeah. see if I can find like different things. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's that. There's literally articles that have a huge, huge yeah. list of everything that's referenced in there. And it's yeah, so like rad, those, dude. There's so much that's on there, right? Like those typical uh, YouTube videos, just, like 10 things you missed. <laughs> yeah, but not even yeah, but just like visually, dude. Mm-hmm. Even the sounds. Like when the, when you first see the DeLorean, you hear the, the tinkling yeah. <laughs> sound from Back to the Future. You know what I mean? Ting-a-da-ting-a-da-ting. Yep. Oh, yep. God. It's so good. So, yeah, Ready Player One, dude. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, mine, my next one is... Um, Okay, so everybody knows the classic story of Robin Hood. That seems yeah. to be a pretty popular one. So yeah, <laughs> I'll put on Robin Hood. But hashtag GSE. Yeah, exactly. Or no dollar dollar sign GSE. Dollar sign GSE. Yeah, exactly. Go uh, go oh, get rich God. off of that. But uh, <laughs> or dollar coins. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, more specifically for Robin Hood, men in tights. So yes, <laughs> it was. Being that it was a Mel Brooks a good movie one. and it was a comedy, it was still fantasy and yeah. it's like the typical Mel Brooks spoof. So he took everything about Robin Hood's story and turned it on its head. But yep. I remember for me too, that was like another one that's still like one of my top favorite. Like to this day, out of all the Robin Hood movies or stories I've seen or heard, that's still my number one all time. Yeah, Dave, an old, a young, a very young, young Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle dude, yep. Yep. In, in the role of uh, a sneeze. What is it? I think it was a sneeze or a chew. I think it was a chew. Oh, a ch- <laughs> yeah, because the father was like a sneeze, and that was Isaac Hayes. <laughs> He's like a chew. Oh, bless oh, you. God, that's so amazing. <laughs> Such a so great fun. Movie. Uh, and Blinken. Hey, Blinken. Hey, Blinken. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, dude. I got another one. Another Robin Williams one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this film because I love board games. And so to know a board game could come to life mm-hmm. was just like that kind of, this is amazing, Jumanji, yes. right? The board game that was an adventure game and the dangers of the game literally came to life in this, in this world, you know, this, these kids home uh, and Robin Williams comes out as this person who had played the game and got trapped inside it. And he's all like a wild man. Yeah. Remember that when he first comes out, dude, he's all <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> but then it was all awesome to like see like the rhino, you know, charging yeah. down the hallway and all this crazy shit and just being like, yeah, awesome a lot of to play a game oh, that kind of came to life around you. Exactly. It was like a lot of practical effects and like the special effects, but they still, for me yeah. at least, I've seen it again. I don't know. 
few months ago, actually. Oh, so, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, it was at least a few months ago. And, like, it still holds up for me. Like, Does obviously, it? Yeah. For, like, there's still little parts that you're like, okay, that's obviously, like, CGI. But it's, yeah, yeah. like, it still holds up in my view, so... Nice. Oh, I'll have to go. I'll have to go back and check it out again, dude. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that in a long time. But yeah, that's my number two. My number, number two. two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number. Oh, geez. How am I? Okay, You're number yeah. two. Yeah. Actually, I have like quite a bit. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'll, I thought honorable. it was only five, dude. No, oh, it, it is. It mentions. is. I got a lot of honorable mentions. So uh, my next one is you want to talk about sci-fi and fantasy? How can you not talk about Star Wars itself? There you go. That That's is, on my honorable mentions. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So like you have, okay, more specifically four, five, and six, because mm-hmm. one, two, and three the isn't origi- too bad. Yeah. Yeah. The original. I don't know what f- seven, eight, and nine are quite yet. I'm still sitting on that. Oh, That's how yeah. I felt about one, two, and three. And you're like, oh, they're not that bad. Yeah, but for me, not, I'm like, like I've watched them a couple of so times. So for you now, you're like, ugh, on these new ones. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and like one, two, and but three, like, like I've sat on a couple of times. Like I've rewatched them a few times just to kind of get yeah. it. I'm like, okay, like rewatching them, they're not as bad. But Mason's going to love the last three, like oh, the, the very last three, because he's going to he be does. like, no, those are amazing. You're like, yo, let me show you these. <laughs> Although he does love BB 8, I can't hold that against him. See, so. there you go. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so Star Wars. I mean, it's look at the freaking universe it spawned and like how many stories that it spawned itself. Yeah, just by going like you know a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and like at even the beginning, the intro itself starts off as like your basic fantasy story yeah. as it starts you know a long time ago. So uh, for me, number two, sci-fi Star Wars. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. All right, dude, here's my number one. I, I didn't know, like, I was like, how do I pick a number one? Because so many of these films I really enjoy and like. But this one I love. I've loved it for a long time. Um, I used to love the book, read it over and over again. And it's one of those films. It's kind of like Harry Potter, right? It's mm-hmm. about this kid who is considered a nobody, right? Only to go on this kind of adventure and be find out he is a somebody. So for me, it is the 1973, I think it is, 71 or 73. I can't remember what year it is. Uh, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate yes. Factory. Yes. Dude, a world where, first of all, candy, right? Yes, but this exactly. is a world where this town, you know, there's a there's a, a candy factory, this chocolate factory where this mythical kind of candy maker uh, runs it with these crazy little, you know, Oompa Loompas. It's all, you mm-hmm. know, hearsay. Nobody's ever seen any of this stuff. And then all of a sudden, one day, he's going to invite people, you know, whoever has these golden tickets, he's going to invite them for a tour. Mm-hmm. Why? Who knows why? Well, we find out why. But the entire time through is like this, it's like being transported to a new world, right? Yep. We got to remember, it's a factory they're in. <laughs> but there's like rolling lands and candy and chocolates and yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. it's rivers that take you through hell, dude. Rivers. The, <laughs> I was going to say like the psychedelic t- tunnel. Yeah, it was. yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Um, but yeah, it's, you're supposed to remember that this is just a factory and mm-hmm. you kind of forget it. You think you're in a different world now sometimes uh, throughout that film. And so, yeah, dude, I always love that film. I love the book. I've read it a trillion times. Um, you know, stuff that, I mean, you know, like Harry Potter, this guy, this kid is, he's a poor kid. He comes from a house where they all live basically in one room Yep. where the grandparents all sleep all in sleep, one yeah. bed, all feet four. to feet. <laughs> Grandpa yep. George and Georgina. And yeah. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> yeah. And Josephine. Yep. Dude. Uh, yeah. I loved it. And then, you know, all the crazy little 
bastard kids that were on yeah. there, and they had all the, all they, there was all these different pieces of them that was like the bad thing, like watching TV too much, right. wanting everything, and always complaining. You know, right. the one who's always got to be I'm the best at everything, chewing yep. her gum. You know, the gluttonous oh, one's got to eat. Yeah, everything. the gluttonous yeah. one, yep. exactly. And then there was the there was Charlie. You know, pure of heart, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, dude. Number one for me, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's awesome. So my number one is actually my movie that I picked to take home. So I'm not going to say it, but my stand-in is a very close um, because it was like a toss-up between these two. So my number one for this list is going way back early, a young Warwick Davis. I think his name is. God, don't quote me on that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And a young uh, (laughs) Val Kilmer as Willow. Val Kilmer. Yeah. yeah, Willow. Willow. The story of a... Wow. Li- what were they, like halflings? I can't even remember now. It's been a while, but... Something like that, dude. They were like halflings, basically, and they get bombarded. Like, their village gets bombarded um, by, like, this evil witch that wants to steal this baby. So they go on a quest to try to save this baby back from the witch, and it's such a great, like, fantasy. Like, the perfect tropes and everything are all in there, but such a great story. And just really like, is. yeah. Yeah. It, that was my number one pick for this list. Very, very nice. You said you had a bunch of honorable mentions? I had a bunch of honorable mentions. Um, the first one, obviously, you can't really go without saying Lord of the Rings because of like how popular it is. And I was wondering how come how come you hadn't said that. And honestly, I was going to put it on there, but it seems like it's so obvious. Like it's I don't want to like keep picking like the oh yeah, the big names because everybody knows Lord of the Rings. Everybody's watched yeah, no, it. So it kind of goes without saying. Like it's basically responsible almost for spawning everything we know as far as like middle earth and halflings and all these different kinds of races of elves and all this other stuff and like what your mind can think. So Lord of the Rings, that was one of my honorable mentions. Yep. Um, another one was uh, princess bride. Yes. Great, great film. Another great I completely film. forgot about that dude. Yep. yep with yes. the young Fred Savage. And it's just like the typical, like, Hey, Andre the hey, giant. Yep. Andre the giants in there. Like, Hey, like tell me a bedtime story. And like, they go through this whole story for his bedtime. Yeah. And what's so. his name from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Good stuff. Yeah. So that was another one. And then I know one of your personal favorites, uh, since you rewatched it a little bit ago and you guys did a previous episode on it, uh, The NeverEnding Story. So <laughs> here's the thing. when I, re- I, I loved it as a kid. When I rewatched it as an adult, yeah. I was watching it with adult eyes and like really trying to pick it apart as to whether or not it would stand up today. I still have, yeah. like, I still do care like, for it. Like, like when you say it, I have fond feelings for it, right? Mm-hmm. I just, it's hard to watch now and See, take as a serious movie and not just, you have to kind of put yourself in the mind frame of being a kid again. Exactly. That's, in that's, that. that's where you falter right there is because you can't yeah. watch that with like adult logic. No, it's it's made for kids. All. So, you know, you yeah. have to just go along for the ride and enjoy every little thing that throws at, you know, like yeah. why is the horse no longer wanting to go? I don't know. He wants to go oh, ahead and let himself because, in despair. It's, you know, oh, that's so sad, heart. dude. That's, that's too that's much. Whatever. That's too much. <laughs> um, all right, dude. We're getting the signal from the dude at the counter. It's like we got to start wrapping it up. You, yep. you said so. You said your number one is going to be one of the movies you're you're, you're is my take home movie. Yep. Okay, so I have a take home movie as well. So I'm going to let you go first, so you can give us your number one film at the same right. time. So my true number one, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time, is Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, um, I've never seen that. Oh, okay. So <laughs> good. I'm glad you everybody's did it always just like, like you have to see this. It is. It's such a good movie. It's the only 
backside and like a lot of people i don't know how you are with it a lot of people kind of like don't like it sometimes because it's in a different uh language but they have oh, the subtitles care. okay yeah, i, I don't know how you that. are so it's in spanish so and then yeah. they have like the english titles but it's, it's like a lot of his of, films yeah exactly it's one of uh, guillermo del toro's uh movies and it's think like a much darker twisted version of alice in wonderland where it's Ooh. this girl that's it's this is set during 1940s like world war ii in spain yeah um and it's like the like the what do you call it the like the Franco Span- uh, Spaniards or whatever, like they're yeah. trying to rebel against like the people that are taking over in this little village. Um, and this, uh, so it starts off with like this girl and her mother, they're moving in uh, to like this new village where the captain is stationed at because she just got married to this captain of the Spanish, whatever, which turns out to be like the main antagonist of the movie. But um, so like during her travels and everything, like her real father had passed away during the war and like he, she doesn't see him as his, like his real dad and all this other stuff. And so, like, she decides to, like, rebel as much as she can and just, like, kind of piss them off as much as she can because I don't like you. Why not? So, anyway, she, along her travels, comes across what they call fairies. And it's at first it's a little bug, but then it starts to introduce herself um, as, like, an actual fairy. And it leads her down to, like, this little well thing. And she gets introduced to a fawn. And then the fawn tells her about this whole story about how she was oh, this the princess. creatures start leading them the, down like exactly, this, the yep. rabbit hole. Yep. So the, the fawn tells her that she's a princess that was set off in another thing. And she decided to, when in whatever world that is, uh, decided to check out the real world and the human worlds. And she got lost and forgot her past memories. So in order to get back there, she has to complete these three different tasks. And he gives her the three different tasks. So it's such a beautiful story that like once you really get into it and everything, it's like it's for me, it's visually beautiful. The story itself is beautiful. It's one of those movies that has like last like left a lasting impression on me, like with everything going on again, like with the world and everything. Like that's one movie that I can always watch and be like, there's a lot of shit in there, but it's so beautiful. And like how it turns out, you're like, wow, that's such a great movie. The storyline, the plot, everything, how it all plays together. It's great. Hmm. I'm going to see if I'll throw that on Sean's radar to, oh, yeah, to do on, on Silence Your Phones. If definitely. not, I'll check it out on my own for like, sure. You'll like it too I've been because... watching movies like crazy lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the, the, they use like a lot of practical effects and stuff like that too. And it's yeah. pretty cool because there's like one where uh, somebody gets shot and it's like right in the cheek. But then you see like the eye right above him. Like you see it just like roll back and like goes all bloodshot and everything. It looks so real and so practical. It's like, oh, oh wow, dude, it's so badass. But yeah. Oh, it's a sweet. good movie. I don't want to like spoil a lot or anything, but it's such a yeah. great movie. Uh, plus the monsters in there. You have like the Mitch McConnell monster that's like sits at the table. So, yeah, without giving it all away, definitely check so, it out. You want to take that one home. All right. So one of mine I'm bringing to the table is, again, we said, you know, all different genres kind of encompass this and what mm-hmm. really makes it. Well, for me, it's something that, it, you know, would be completely unrealistic, would never happen, right? There has to be an element of magic or kind of supernatural or otherworldly. So for me, I am bringing the 1990 martial arts superhero film, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because, <laughs> dude, yes, this movie is so good. And, like, it brought the cartoon to life. Again, talk mm-hmm. about a time uh, of uh, of pop culture and just this kind of yep. nostalgia, right? Um, 
these just the costumes themselves were so ahead of their time and they still even today they look great Mm -hmm. like if you watch it now it still looks good like you could tell obviously what it is but it still looks good right um there are parts of it that don't hold up in terms of like you know the way certain things act or 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 speak and you're just like oh that wouldn't happen right yeah but overall dude it's still a great package it's still a great representation of the animation um and it's just a lot of fun dude come on teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah dude you can't go wrong with that man splinter the rat uh you know and then our first time seeing shredder in real life like that was such a crazy cool thing um you know the just the voices all of them casey jones dude come on casey jones man showing up with all the all the sports equipment yep um april o'neill you know they hit it out of the park with the with the casting the writing on this was good uh the way it's filmed is good the martial arts in this film is is the choreography is amazing uh mm-hmm. courtesy of uh the network own our network's own matt johnson his yeah. uncle is, is is the one who did that uh so that's a pretty cool piece too but overall dude this is just an awesome film and so that's what i'm saying as this is the film you should bring it bring it home to watch tonight oh, most if you want to did. escape you want to escape like I, I I know I'm sure pans is good, but I'm sure there's a lot of heavy stuff in that. Whereas in this, this is just, compu- just light, complete, fun, pure yeah. joy. It like is. just watch it and you will disappear back into your childhood. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. Just saying that, like that. I'll <laughs> never, ever turn down the opportunity to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. As my entire go. childhood right there. All right, sweet. All right, man. Well, right, let's man. let's wrap it up. Let's get out of the, the video store. Before we do, you got anything you want to tell the folks where they want to find your stuff, what they want to how they contact you, how to oh, yeah. commission you? Yeah, to... yeah, yeah. So check me out on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Ratfink Arts. Um, I like to doodle. I got a couple of things coming up right now that I'm working on, so I'll be finishing them up and posting them up pretty soon. R A T P H I N C. R A T P H I N C. Yes, um, because I went through like a ghetto phase and it like it just stuck and I kept it <laughs> that way. The pH so. fat. Yeah, exactly. The pH fat and the ink, the I N C to change it because <laughs> I just wanted to be different. So <clears throat> yeah, uh, <laughs> check it out there. Um, as well as uh, podcasters on the very this very same network that you're listening to this, um, we like to play D and D with our one of our other. Uh, network members Anthony Mullen. Uh, we get around every Sunday nights usually and try to throw him for a loop. Man, it's fun. So come check us out. We started live streaming on Twitch as well too. So check us Sweet. out on there. It's podcasters underscore, I believe. Uh, something so like that, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can check the socials and all that other stuff. You'll find it all on there. So anyway, that's for me. Sweet, sweet. Make sure you guys check out our website as well, BICBP-radio.com. It's a network of podcasts for everyone. There's over 35 podcasts on our network of all different types of topics, everything ranging from weird history, true crime, to comic books, to pop culture, to music, to gaming. We've got all kinds of stuff on there, horror movies, a lot more to come. So (laughs) check it out. Yeah, and movies, movies. Uh, We're also on there. Silence your phones. But yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. We will see you next week. And uh, as always, be kind, rewind.